Welcome to Every Album Ever with Mike and Alex. My name is Michael Mansour, and I'm joined, as always, by my expletive deleted co-host, Alexander Voltz. Say hello. Hello. This is Every Album Ever, the podcast where we listen to every single album in the world, one artist at a time, except for these EAE singles episodes, where we discuss a brand new album, one album at a time, usually one uh, that's just suggested to us by our nice little community that we have on Discord there. But before we get into all that, what are we talking about today? We'll be talking about the latest album by Proto Martyr entitled Formal Growth in the Desert. Ooh, Proto Martyr. This is a band that you showed me years ago. Yeah, well, it feels recent. It feels recent, but it, it quite wasn't. It was It was a while. It was... Time is weird. It was in the before times. It was pre-Pandy, right? Yes. Yeah. Pre- I don't know. I lost track of time. Many years ago. It, w- it was at least a few albums removed from this one. That's for damn sure. I turned 25 and I just lost track of time. I yeah, guess. I think that's <laughs> the way it goes for sure. Uh, but-, but but yeah, the uh, the first song uh, recommended by friend Dylan, Dylan Gabig. Uh, he's like, you got to check out this music videos called Processed by the Boys. Oh, wait, wait. When did that come out? Do you know what? Uh, album that's on it was three three years ago taken from ultimate success today uh, oh right okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah. all right and the, no refresh memory of the video it's kind of like a um shit i'm blanking on the what was like local oh public access it's kind of like a public access tim and eric that's right vibe great video great video and it it grabbed my attention because it kind of starts out like dirty, like dirty rock and roll yeah. funk a little bit. And then it turns into something else. I was just like interesting band. Um, so, yeah, very inter- interesting band. And this one, uh, this album, I I have I think I need more listens, but I I love it. OK, yeah. I. I definitely need more listens. I don't know what number I'm on, but it's been a it's been a few. Um, I've heard a handful of their albums because they actually have quite a bit for seeming like a yeah newer band. Yeah, newer, they ha- yeah they have a good handful of albums, but I would say from what I've heard, they're they're definitely doing something different here. Um, any any sort of aggression or or noisiness that were on previous albums is not so much here this is dark in a different way this album is a huge bummer this album depressed the fuck out of me Mm -hmm. uh and so at first listen i listened to this on a plane and uh i was already fatigued and exhausted but Mm -hmm. i'm listening to this these these are gorgeous melodies these are like it's like maybe some of the pacing i thought was a little off because a lot of songs take a while to kind of latch onto you mm-hmm. but i i couldn't like shake like i'm feeling worse with every song i because like, i love depressing music i love yeah. depressing music that's your bag baby my bag but certain certain types of frequencies like on this album just hit harder for some reason it mm. made me feel like it feels so bleak and cold uh but the songs are so like well written and beautiful and 
like every I mean every song is very different from each other. But um, by the end of it, it, it was very bittersweet because I was like, I feel awful. I know it's great. I know it's beautiful, but I don't. I can't enjoy it. Like I don't film by myself enjoying it. Second listen, I'm like, love it all. I fucking <laughs> love it all. It's so good. I think, and it all it took was two listens for me to be like, okay, I see what, exactly where this is going. How this is working. It's still a bummer, but it's still yeah. it's fucking great. My my nitpick with this album because I do like a lot on hearing. Usually, I am in the camp of less is more, but a lot of these songs I do. Je- and I think it's just speaking more to how I feel about. The- I want them to be longer. I want oh, I want more because a lot of these songs kind of lead into the other songs yeah. in a a very seamless way. But I'm like, what was what was that? I wasn't done with that yet, but yeah. I I feel like that's more of a nitpick than a. That's what actually what I like about this, and I think the reason I couldn't enjoy it as much on first listen because mm-hmm. like an example is track two is for tomorrow, which um, it's it's a great follow up track. It, it was like make way. It has this. Um, it's like it's almost like a ballad with these big outbursts. Yeah, it's it has this this dreamy guitar and. Um, the the desert part of the yep. album title is appropriate because there are parts where it sounds like a western. Yeah, very dirty so, too. Um, that feels kind of big and triumphant. Yeah. but that is, you know, you're starting up here, and this album's gonna bring you down a few notches. So, so it starts out with it's yeah, it's like a, it has these big outbursts in it, very big and triumphant. So for, when Fort Tomorrow comes on, it ha- it's way more uh, post punky and way more energetic. It has like a, a very driving beat. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it feels good for, from a pacing standpoint. That first riff is like, eh, that's, that's kind of whatever and average. It's kind of like on the, on the popular happy, happy side. And then as the song goes on, these layers start coming in and it becomes really melancholy and it, and it starts depressing the fuck out of me. So suddenly what I heard in the beginning as this happy riff is no longer happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when I heard the song again, I already have that knowledge. So it, it just takes away any kind of hesitation I had. Yeah. So like, that's what I mean about this needing multiple listens. Like if you know where it's going, they actually get better. Mm-hmm. Um, It's, it's so weird. I acknowledge that this isn't happy, but it, di- it didn't hit me the same way it hit you, but I did have this like on the last song, the rain garden mm. does have this feeling where the song kind of washes over you and this sounds really depressing, but like where you just have acceptance with how chaotic and depressing the world is. You've been there, brother. Everyone has. (laughs) There's something like beautiful and nihilistic about it. And Rain Garden, some for me, like captures that feeling. Interesting. Cause, cause it does start out extremely dissonant and, mm-hmm. and chaotic and well, hopeless. And then like, a uh, it's a longest song here. It's uh, five minutes, um, uh, appropriately. So it's the closer, but around a minute 50, it takes this turn and it gets so goddamn beautiful. Mm-hmm. The drums come in with this really snappy beat. Um, and it changes, changes the feel of the, the whole song entirely. Um, that's like another thing where on uh, first listen, I was like, where is the song going? I don't know what's happening. And then, mm. I, and then it gets there. I'm like, oh, fuck, that's great. So when I go back to it, I'm like, I already know where it's going. I like, I'm, I'm here for the journey. Yes. A lot of the song, a lot of the songs do that. And it, it's a relatively easy journey because most of these songs are like in the two minute range, mm-hmm. uh, two, three minute range. 
I I think the song's also being that short, whether it's intentional or not. But for for me, gives me that that sense of anxiety, where I'm like, no, wait, I was I was like enjoying my stay with this song. I don't want to mm-hmm. go on to the next one. And I think uh, again, I don't know if that was intentional, but that I could see that maybe being there's something to that because there's bands that we love that will find one godly riff and they'll play it forever and you want to hear it forever mm-hmm. and there's stuff like this where the only i mean the the solution is just to keep listening to the whole album all over again because yeah. that's, that's kind of like a, a rain and blood situation where mm-hmm. you just right flip it over side two hear the whole thing all over again but some of these songs are they, they hit me so hard Wait, go ahead oh one last thing like generally about the album that i love because i could say it about so many is to me the drummer is the fucking mvp on here i wanted to, to go in a whole separate section about the drums alone honestly <laughs> because i yeah i just want to say real quick like you could i feel like you could strip away everything and i i could just listen to the drum tracks 100 this is a drum album even though the melodies are gorgeous yes so, like the so one of my biggest problems with the whole album is the production, which is it's fine production, but it doesn't uh, is a weird thing. I've never craved before in an album, but I actually crave strokesy, uh, dancey, snappy, loud and uh, um, almost like crunchy drums mm-hmm. were uh, the wave of villains from Queens of Stone Age sounded. Yeah, I want. I'm craving that sound for this album mm-hmm. because of how much these drum, the, the drums are doing for each of these songs. And it's not, it's not like they're muted or they're buried. They're just not at the focal point or they're not, mm. not at the, the foreground when they're so interesting and they're so riffy and they're so catchy. You will, you, these drums will stick in your head. Like they're that good. Uh, and I, um, so like some parts where, when there's a, uh, like a big buildup and the drums start doing something very interesting, mm-hmm. uh, you want that to be a really big, heavy moment or a big, heavy feeling in the mix. Yeah. It's never, it's never that. Like the, the one, two punch of fun in high school and let's tip the creator. Is this like these clicky drum beats, but not overtly like it's not, it's not like a gimmicky thing and it flows and it like rolls with the music and it's just a fucking like master class and in drum beat making. Absolutely. Yeah. There's very, there's, we can probably pick like a handful of albums where we're like drums are the star. That's the reason you would come to this. And this would definitely, this would be in that if the songs themselves weren't also fucking great. Yes. Uh, Because you just said it, let's tip the creator has me hooked every single fucking millisecond. That song does things to my soul that I I, I did not see coming. <laughs> I fucking love that song. Yeah, I think um like fun in high school is more of the upper and then yeah let's tip the creator is like the meat and potatoes. Yep. It's very and it's get it, your teeth into it. Yeah and it's super haunting and there's like these really cool spider spidery sounding guitars um, that starts out really ugly and then it quickly becomes prettier and prettier. Uh, it's a song that I don't absolutely don't want to end. It's mm-hmm. less than four minutes. I'm like, just, just hang on it for a while. Just fucking. Oh God. Yeah. Doing these, it does venture into almost shoegaze territory, but I like the, 
the dreamy guitars with the the singers more like snarly voice even if he's not angry it has this like uh you know um like american i <laughs> american idol i wasn't trying to do a punt the british band idols oh, the oh american, Ver- america, american idols I I, I I d l e s i didn't realize what i was saying until it came out of my mouth <laughs> no, um, no, no, no. you got randy jackson uh, it's not for me dog but you, so, you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, the vocals are actually my least favorite thing on this album by far mm. i actually i don't care much for his voice uh mostly because he's not really doing anything i haven't heard before from like a lot like a million other post-punk bands he's just sort of speak singing with some shouts here and there um Sounds fine. It doesn't interrupt or hinder the songs in any way. It just doesn't like, it doesn't add. It's a, it's a complete neutral for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that along with the production is like my, my biggest drawback. Uh, but yeah, again, the more I hear it, the more uh, my initial problems with pacing are eliminated, such as graft versus host, which first listen, I'm like, how are you going to follow up? Let's to the creator. How are you going to follow that up? And it's this, <laughs> going darker going darker and uglier and it's like what the fuck is happening and and then again by the end it won me over so when i came back to it, i'm like nope this is a this is just as maybe not as good in my opinion but mm-hmm. uh it's just as good as everything else here it's it's kind of it's different yeah it's, it's just different, different. it's yeah. just different um another one that uh i can't believe i did i couldn't i didn't give it up the way it deserved when i first heard it is um Paul Acrylics Kid? Yes. Paul Acrylics Kid? Yes. That is a, a standout track for me. His the, the vocal delivery is almost more of a rapping cadence, mm. the way it's delivered. The the bass drum is just constantly do, 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 yeah. like right there. Um the the guitars kind of sound like synths. It's just a an endlessly like fascinating song that uh i guess four minutes is long for normal people but again we've listened to swans it's nothing four minutes is fucking absolutely nothing <laughs> uh and then uh i think it's like is that pedal steel at the very end of it i think uh which is I'm, like a nice little touch and i don't hear it on any other songs yeah but yeah the towards the end it's this songs that start one way and 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 yep. it's engaging throughout is just amazing one that i was uh listening to earlier today in the car and i was just fucking like yes god yes <laughs> we know the rats oh yeah dude all that chorus is just fucking oh it's so good like it's the what this album does a lot is it has these these bass lines or these progressions that are very simple mm-hmm. four chords whatever but I just haven't heard them before and I haven't done them in the, in the way that they do them. And they all feel so bleak and hopeless, <laughs> but they're fucking beautiful. I think on, we know the rats is like the guitar playing is very, it's more like a texture, but that one is, I think that's my favorite guitar riff yeah. on the album. Yeah. It's, it's more bright to me and yeah. Yeah. You have the the bright guitar and the catchy chorus. It's a winner. It's a winner. God damn, is it a winner? Uh, Fulfillment Center is less than two minutes. Uh, brief, but it's like a, it's like a quick build to a climax, and then mm-hmm. it ends. It's a very getting get out kind of song. Uh, I think thirty eight hundred tigers is like one of the few like light moments in the album. Yeah, outside of make way. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's, you know, fuzzy, dirty bass. I did. Well, the drums didn't bother me the way they did to you. But on that song, I felt like the drums and guitar were like way more explosive. Yeah. But also it'd be inappropriate for them to be explosive. on other songs. Yeah. Yeah. I guess so. Uh, lots of movement in that one. Very high energy. I didn't like it at first. And mm-hmm. then again, listen to it again. It's just, it's a good pacer because there aren't very many high energy, happier songs like that on here. Yeah. I, f- I feel like because the way the songs bleed into each other, it's usually like you get these like boom, boom. And then a song like fulfillment center to kind of like get you together. And then they, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, we know the rats comes on right after that. Uh, The end of the album is a a one, two, three punch. Yeah. Cause the author, uh, man, that's another one. Like, that's that has like the most shoegaziness I think out of everything here. Mm-hmm. The guitars on that one are super abrasive, very uh, ethereal, but uh, with fury. I don't know how, how else to put that. Mm-hmm. A lot of different moves, moods here. And one thing that they, uh, another thing I love that they do, and it's all over the fucking place. I couldn't name one example. Uh, the conflicting feelings and moods within one riff. So you mm. get one instrument playing something very bitter and dark and then another instrument saying doing something really beautiful and happy and mixing them and then it it fucking works and it doesn't sound tacky or uh I a lot of times when you hear something like that it comes across it ends up coming out as ugly mm-hmm. and like uh that those those don't go together. There's just they clash. Here they they make them not clash. They it's like this little uh, uh, netting, this little mesh. They 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 found where it lines up properly. Yeah, I would say that's kind of uh, that's kind of like their trademark thing. Even if they're doing something different, there's always this thing where you know it's proto martyr, and I think um, that's appropriate with the the title where it's like growth in the desert, where it's this desolate awful place but things do grow life life finds a way cactus dude all kinds of cacti cacti flowers lizards yeah tortoises uh, tortoy what is that that the plural of tortoises fictional jackalope rabbits is that what they were called the rabbits with the horns those fictional or Sorry, non-fictional. All right, I was like, left out of it. Important- I, mean, I, I don't know if they're fictional or not. I don't I, know. I dick, left but- out a key word there. I left out. It's fucking. <laughs> it, we technically live in a desert. I think. Yeah. So yeah. You know the antlered bunny that exists only in legend. Only in legend in my mind, so it's real. Yeah. Uh, this is also a weird band because I, I, I can't really peg them uh, because. You look how at, many people are you pegging? Man? Oh, just not a couple times a week. Because uh, you look at the, the <laughs> video that we're talking about, mm-hmm. and it's fucking hilarious. Yeah, it's really well done and legitimately funny. And then you just look at this album cover, and it's like that's I don't know what's happening, but it's making me feel bad. It yeah, Is it like a Voldemort on that guy's head, or like I I I thought of like the Elephant Man for some oh, yeah. reason. Yeah, um, but yeah, th- very. They always have interesting art on their album covers. Um, and then yeah, this I it is like they're looking at their albums. If you were gonna judge a book by the cover, you you're like this is this is their darkest one. Yeah, that's I mean yeah, it definitely looks that way. 
And I, I do like how it makes no sense. There's no, like, I have absolutely no idea what it could possibly mean in regards to this album. I feel like I could draw more conclusions about this one than uh, a purple donkey, but the purple donkey oh, yeah. is also very cool. Ultimate success also, today cover. Yeah. I also like the, uh, the album with the like stone go down. Oh yeah. yeah the, uh, Agent intellect. Yeah. That's a good, is that, that's not a uh, Octavian Augustus Caesar, is it? I can't uh, tell who that is. It, it could be anyone, but yeah. that's also a rad album. It's a good, it's a good cover. We're talking about proto martyr albums. Yeah. Uh, so they're from Detroit. I did not know that. I I, no, I didn't know where they're from. I would imagine England. <laughs> I was gonna say our last singles. We did Sparks, and now we're doing another band where it's like, how are they not from England? <laughs> that's true. Or yeah. sorry, UK. Yeah, wherever. Somewhere in Europe. Yeah. Cause yeah, I I bought up idols and I don't think yeah this yeah I w- also wouldn't have there, guessed Detroit. <laughs> there's like one other band I want like who does the like snarly. I was like it's there's there's three of them I enjoy and and I'm, this I'm oh Portmore idols and and there's one more you're saying yeah yeah ah oh, shit I hate myself that I can't think of it, but oh, that's I feel like I should know it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry for even putting it out in the atmosphere. Oh, wow, we're all gonna fucking kill if, ourselves now. If you have your holy trinity of uh, post post punk kind of punk newer band, let it let us know. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's what the, this is like. Post post punk, post modern post punk, post angry we're in touch with our feelings, grown men. A lot punk. of the in touch with our feelings, grown men. Oh yeah. Um, actually I was, uh, I was in New York earlier this week and the only like fun takeaway that I got from the whole trip was I saw some dude on the street walking with an idol shirt. <laughs> I was like, ah, oh, oh, nice. Hell yeah. Hell <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, talk about a feel good band. Holy crap. Yeah. I know very little about these guys personally, uh, sexually. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is, At least uh, for now. I, uh, this that they're from Detroit. Uh, I should give the albums I haven't listened to more more attention. So, in in regards to like the album title, a little bit. Uh, both singers and idols, and they're both named Joe. Get the fuck. Get, get out. The fuck get out. <laughs> uh, Joe apparently says uh, he said the uh, Joe says Joe Casey. Uh, the desert is more of a uh, metaphor or a symbol of emotional deserts or a place or time that seems to lack life. The growth came from a period of colossal transition for Casey, uh, including the death of his mother. But life does go on. And Casey describes the great theme of formal growth in, in the desert as an embrace and acknowledgement of that fact. A 12 song testament to quote unquote getting on with life, even when it feels impossibly hard. I wonder why this album is so bleak and depressing. Now I get it. There, It, it all makes sense now. Holy shit. Yeah, I mean that that's that happens a lot with like the tragedy and then you know here's this amazing piece of art and then oh I mean it is nothing's free. It is something we all will have to face yeah. eventually. So uh yeah, it's good to get to not explore, get in front of it, but just ex- explore it and talk about it. Ruminate on it, make your mind uh force your mind to get used to it <laughs> so it's ready. That kind of thing, I think, is very important uh, with everyone, with everyone in your life, including yourself, including mm-hmm. yourself, because mm-hmm. uh, any moment, any moment right now, we can get Donnie Darkoed right now by a fucking jet engine. I think about that way too often. Uh, I I dated a girl who lived on a, a busy, busy street uh, when you lived in, in uh, 
close to your your West LA. Yeah, West LA. Yeah. I forget the street name, but it was so busy, and I I spent the night there, and I just like laid in bed like a wall. A drunk driver could this come like crash? Oh, it was like that close to the street where I was like, I. I have to stop thinking, about dude. Uh, a buddy of ours that literally happened, except it wasn't on a, on a busy street. It was just in a regular residential neighborhood. Oh and shit! It was houses on a corner. This dude just drove the whole car into the wall, and then some time passes, and uh, someone else does it. Does the same fucking thing, same house. Getting the fuck out of there. How about move? You know, I think it's time to move. <laughs> it's time to get out. Yeah. If that person didn't move, they then. They lost opportunity. Any opportunity the universe gave them to not die. That's it. They lost it. They're way more at peace with death than than I am. <laughs> or or lazy. Lazy as shit. Like what are the odds of it happening a third time? That's not a that's not a gamble I, I tend to make with the universe. <laughs> Cue the the Benny Hill music when it happens a third time. <laughs> <laughs> or the fucking Kirby enthusiasm. No, curb curb is more appropriate. <laughs> Oh Jesus! <laughs> uh, I'm assuming you haven't seen these guys live, right? No, I would. Uh, I would like to. Um, yeah, that'd be, that'd be a good one. I'm slowly but surely ticking off my my new to me bands because it's so crazy. Like they have an album in 2015, 2014, 2014. Yeah, like they're not they're not new. They're not new. No, this is they're almost ten years old. But uh, a lot of I mean, we think of like uh, bands that have like that have lasted, or at least bands that left their mark, you know, in past decades, seventies, eighties, mm-hmm. or whatever. And a lot of them didn't make the ten-year mark. Tim Buckley didn't make the ten-year mark. No, no. And these guys are like, yeah, they're pretty much nine years, almost ten years. I'm sure more than ten years um, before the, if you count before the mm-hmm. release first album. Uh, yeah, that's a full career. That's a full. <laughs> I mean, they have like they have more albums than some bands we've covered, and uh, oh, easily, just yeah, lots. I assume when you're at this level, you're a workhorse band, and uh, you guys should go on their band camp and uh, buy some shit. Support, yeah, because uh, making art is just it. It was never really sustainable, except for the few outliers where they hit big. But now it's just like no one is just, no one is doing all right. No one is doing all right. I there, and we we've had this conversation before, and this impulsively have bought tickets to live shows. Yeah, so. during the pod, yeah, for sure. Like we we do it. We so, try. Yeah. I, I try as much as I can. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, you should, I, 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 I'm not just saying it to sit. I I put my money where my mouth is. Yeah, even though I don't have it, and you guys give it to me and. It goes to them. And it, it's it's <laughs> the circle. The money, the cir- money keeps going. The yeah. money keeps moving. Uh, but yeah, check out the album. It's fucking rad. It, it will probably bum me out, but it's really well done. And God, it's just beautiful, baby. It's gorgeous. Interesting. There is like this, like almost like I going back to it. There is almost like this joy division quality yeah. to it while mixing these snarly vocals and Western music. And it's, it's an interesting stew. It certainly bums me out the way joy division does. Cause joy mm-hmm. division depresses me in a very specific way that a lot of bands don't do or can't do. Uh, because again, I like depressing music, but sometimes certain, like I, I can't, I couldn't put this on, uh, and compare it to like maybe someone else's sad album. And like, mm-hmm. like, like I, I couldn't put this with a joy division and say like, um, 
it would affect the, uh, another person the same way. Mm-hmm. Like certain albums just fucked me up a lot. Like one, this is completely un- unrelated, but the the Sugar Rose album, I still can't pronounce the name of the band correctly. Uh, the parentheses album, the one that's just parentheses. I've not listened to that band. Yo, really? In a long time. So I've uh, listened to them, but uh, longer than uh, one whenever obi-wan said he hadn't been called old ben and it's been longer than <laughs> it's that been long, it's been longer than that yeah uh so that album i think the concept behind it is it's like a an album of two halves the first half is supposed to be like the happier joyful half and the second half is the really sad dark half and i it was my favorite album of theirs I and mean, it's been a long time since i listened to the band but uh that first half that happy half will make me cry from sadness fuck and it's uh, it's like clearly not the even the intention of the band to mm. do that but it just happens to fuck with my brain that way sometimes i think that's uh to, what is to be a little bit corny and and lame what is what is beautiful about art sometimes yeah yeah you have no idea how it's gonna affect each person yeah it's the same frequencies but how it will hit you it, you have no idea Ah. Uh, fucking rules uh so thank you so much for listening go check out the album there should be a link to it in the description and if you like this video like it talk some shit in the comments to explain why we're smart and why you agree with us because we're (laughs) always correct obviously Uh, you can follow me on all social media at panda monkey and alex on instagram at every album alex and don't forget to follow our history guy tom osmond at tom osmond sounds and all social media as well as tom osmondsound.com he's our history man he does all our stuff for us he talks to people for us he gets interviews for us he does way more work than we do because i it's hard talking to people and it's very awkward for me uh, so support him please and thank you uh and please for the love of christ patreon.com slash every album ever if you want to join our community hang out with us and uh, see, so yeah, you can see our schedule in advance. You get to vote on polls to decide who we're covering next. There's a poll up right now. It's probably closed by the time this episode comes out, honestly. That, uh, but those are fun as hell. I want to do a lot more of those. Uh, and it, it keeps you engaged. And it's it's all it's it also it's a safe way for us to pick bands that we want to cover. <laughs> to be completely fair, that every- and for you guys to pick bands you want to hear, it's a it's a nice medium. And on all fairness, the people that that do support us on Patreon tend to have a lot of similarities with us in mm, that regard. That makes sense. Yeah, but uh, you could also go on there to join our Discord and be a part of our community, which is also where you can throw out suggestions for these EAE singles episodes. Any album that came out this year that he wants to talk about, throw it on there. We might pick it uh, depending on our you know time schedule, how how interesting it is to us. Stuff like this, we're into it. Uh, and if you're tier two, if you're bigger than Jesus, then you can suggest a full ass discography for our bigger, longer numbered episodes. Uh, those take a long time to do, and we're backed up by months at this point. But uh, that's once you suggest it, it's on the schedule and it's ain't going nowhere as long as you're you're a sub to us. So please do that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, closing it out. What do you think we should close it out with? We're I I feel like we got to do track eight. I don't want to try to say pull acrylics kid. Thank you. I think that's how you pronounce it. Yeah. Uh, hell that, that feels right. Well, let's do it, baby. Hell yeah. So thank you so much for listening and watching. See ya. I'm back. No more smoke. Just.